You're listening to Senior Times Podcasts. Thanks to our sponsors, Expressway Travel Department and Doro Phones for making this podcast possible.
was the Andante and final movement Allegro from Mozart's Oboe Concerto in C Major, played by Martin Gabriel with the Vienna Mozart Academy, conducted by Johann Wildner. Hello, this is John Lowe with the third and final part of the Senior Times Classical Collection Mozart Special in association with Naxos Music. As we heard in part two of this trilogy, 1791, the last year of Mozart's life, was also one of his most productive. His compositions included the operas The Magic Flute, La Clemenzo di Tito, his Piano Concerto No. 27, a Horn Concerto, the Sublime Clarinet Concerto, the Ave Verum Corpus, Quintets, Minuets and Dances, not to mention most of his requiem. His finances too were improving. There were offers from various European bodies to buy compositions He had also received a lucrative offer from London to perform and produce operas and royalties were beginning to roll in from far and wide. One of Mozart's great friends was the clarinet virtuoso Anton Stadler, for whom he wrote his clarinet concerto and clarinet quintet. Let's hear movements from both of these marvellous works.
You've just heard the Larghetto from Mozart's Clarinet Quintet in A Major, played by Zolt Zet Mari with the Pannone Quartet. It was preceded by the Adagio from the Clarinet Concerto in A Major. Notice the similarity of the melodies. And the opening Allegro played by Ernst Altensamer with the Vienna Mozart Academy, conducted by Johann Wilmer. Think you're not smart enough to own a smartphone? Well, think again and think Doro. Doro phones are designed specially with the older person in mind. They're easy to use with louder sound and larger text. Plus numerous state-of-the-art features that don't compromise on performance or quality. To learn more about the full range of high-tech Doro phones, visit doro.ie. Doro phones. Make friends with innovation. Your free travel card can be used on all Expressway coach services. Despite restrictions, we're staying on the road. Whether you need to attend a medical appointment or for any other essential journey, remember to travel with Expressway. Expressway. Keeping Ireland connected. If you're enjoying this podcast, why not subscribe to Senior Times, the magazine and website for people who don't act their age. Or maybe you have a loved one or a friend who you know would love to read more. You can buy a subscription and have the magazine delivered direct to their door. To subscribe to Senior Times, visit the website at seniortimes.ie and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash senior times. Possibly the first signs of Mozart's terminal illness appeared late in August during a visit to Prague when he was reported to be pale and his expression sad. By October, according to Constance's recollections, he seemed to be depressed and introspective. It's reasonable to speculate that he was physically unwell and was trying to keep it to himself, a common trait, of course, amongst men. Despite his health concerns, he was able to write cheerful and optimistic arias such as these two from his last two operas, The Magic Flute and La Comenza di Tito. Thank you. 
Papagenos Ton. Vielleicht sei ihr Panina schon, vielleicht als sie mit ihm zu mir, vielleicht, vielleicht, für dich war Ton zu Thank you. 
First, Tamino, the birdcatcher song from the Magic Flute, followed by Aria Sali Ampero from the Comenso de Tito, both sung by John Dickey with Capella Istropolitano, conducted by Johann Wildner. The legend surrounding the commissioning of Mozart's last great work, The Requiem, in the summer of 1791 is both melodramatic and fanciful. A mysterious messenger wearing a long cloak, a mask hiding his face, is said to have knocked on Mozart's door, offering part upfront payment for the work and the remainder on completion. The truth is probably more prosaic. The messenger had been sent by his master, Count Franz Walsig, commissioning Mozart to write the work in memory of his wife. Walsig was an enthusiastic amateur composer 
and was known to pass off plagiarised compositions as his own. It is likely he would have done the same with Mozart and had probably instructed his messenger not to unduly expose himself should a connection be made.
That was the Andante for Mozart's Bassoon Concerto in B-flat, played by Stephen Tarkovsky with the Vienna Mozart Academy, conducted by Johann Vilner. A reminder that you are listening to the final part of the three-part Senior Times Mozart special with me, John Lowe, in association with Naxos Music. Naxos Music have the world's largest collection of classical music recordings, and the good news is they're all at bargain price. For more information, visit naxos.com. That's N-A-X-O-S dot com. By around the third week of November, Mozart took to his bed with fever and swollen joints.
That was the Andante from Violin Sonata Number no. 26 in B-flat major, played by Nikakako Nishisaki, violin, and Wolf Harder, piano. At this stage, he had completed almost half of the Requiem, and in spite of his condition, he continued to compose. Towards the end, he summoned his pupil, Susmeyer, who completed work, to notate his verbal instructions. It is generally accepted that he expired close to midnight on December 5th, 1791, while attempting to mouth the sound and rhythm of the timpani drum passage. Mozart was six weeks short of his 36th birthday. The cause of Mozart's death and theories range from poisoning to syphilis has given rise to speculation and legend, but the common consensus among Mozart scholars points towards kidney failure brought on by the complications of rheumatic fever. In discussing Mozart's burial, we once again have to negotiate and sidestep the 19th century myth-makers. He was, we are asked to believe, buried in a pauper's grave with no mourners at his funeral. He was in fact taken to the church, St Stephen's Cathedral, on December 6, before his economy funeral the next day at St Mark's Cemetery in the Viennese suburbs. The image of a neglected genius being hurriedly dumped into a common grave on a rain-lashed day with no followers no doubt proved irresistible to contemporary historians. But the truth is different. Mozart died in the age of the Enlightenment, which challenged traditional religious values with their emphasis on the ceremonial and influenced the thinking of Emperor Joseph II, who even issued a decree enforcing a new simplicity. So Mozart was not buried in a pauper's grave, but it has to be said only one notch above. It was also common practice at that time for mourners to accompany the corpse to the city gates and for the carriage to proceed to the cemetery where the burial was carried out by the lone gravediggers.
that was the Fantasia in D major for organ played by Janis Sebastian. We've now come to the end of this three-part Mozart special and I hope you've been entertained and moved by the sheer scale of his genius. We can ponder on what might have been had he lived longer but let's marvel at what he left us in his short life. In fact far more than many composers twice his age because he had the ability to produce works of the highest quality at astounding speeds, leaving today's so-called high flyers a country mile behind him. Appropriately, let's end with movements from his last work, The Requiem. Before I sign off, once again I'd like to sincerely thank Martin Ewitt of Naxos Music and my producer Connor O'Hagan. We are now going to hear the introit, the tuberarium, the offertory, the benedictus and the lux interna. Solarists are Anne Buter, Mark Allman, Martin Schnell with the Gewandhaus Chamber Choir and the Leipzig Chamber Orchestra, conducted by Morton Schold Jensen. Until the next time, this is John Lowe wishing you happy listening and keep safe.
I hope you've enjoyed this Mozart special where I have attempted to show the many sides of his astounding genius. As a bonus, there's more to come. In fact, nearly 30 minutes of his music. Let's start with the Larghetto of his Piano Concerto No. 27 in B-flat major. This will be followed by his Wind Serenade in C minor.
You've just heard the Allegro from Mozart's Wind Serenade in C minor, played by the principals of the Oslo Philharmonic Orchestra. Before that, you heard the Larghetto from Piano Concerto Number no. 27 in B flat major, played by Jano Yendo with Consensus Hungaricus, conducted by Anders Ligeti. Think you're not smart enough to own a smartphone? Well, think again and think Doro. Doro phones are designed specially with the older person in mind. They're easy to use with louder sound and larger text. Plus numerous state-of-the-art features that don't compromise on performance or quality. To learn more about the full range of high-tech Doro phones, visit doro.ie. Doro phones, make friends with innovation. Your free travel card can be used on all Expressway coach services. Despite restrictions, we're staying on the road. Whether you need to attend a medical appointment or for any other essential journey, remember to travel with Expressway. Expressway. Keeping Ireland connected. If you're enjoying this podcast, why not subscribe to Senior Times, the magazine and website for people who don't act their age. Or maybe you have a loved one or a friend who you know would love to read more. You can buy a subscription and have the magazine delivered direct to their door. To subscribe to Senior Times, visit the website at seniortimes.ie and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash senior times. Now the last two works in this bonus. This is the Andante from the Flute Concerto Number no. 2, followed by 
the Violin Concerto Number no. 3 in G.
You've just heard the Andante for Mozart's Violin Concerto No. 3, played by Takaka Nishikaki, with the Capella Istropolitano, conducted by Stephen Gossenheiser. It was preceded by the Andante from Flute Quartet No. 2, played by Jean-Claude Gerard with Via Musica Ensemble. 